Exercise 7. Concentration Increases the Sense of Smell When you take a walk or drive in the country or pass a flower garden, concentrate on the odor of flowers and plants. See how many different kinds you can detect. Then choose one particular kind and try to sense only this. You will find that this strongly intensifies the sense of smell. The differentiation requires, however, a particularly attentive attitude. When sense of smell is being developed, you should not only shut out from the mind every thought but that of odor, but you should also shut out cognizance of every odor, save that upon which your mind, for the time, is concentrated. You can find plenty of opportunity for exercises for developing the sense of smell. When you are out in the air, be on the alert for the different odors. You will find the air laden with all kinds, but let your concentration upon the one selected be such that a scent of its fragrance in after years will vividly recall the circumstances of this exercise. The object of these exercises is to develop concentrated attention, and you will find that you can, through their practice, control your mind and direct your thoughts, just the same as you can your arm. Exercise 8. Concentration on the Within Lie down and thoroughly relax your muscles. Concentrate on the beating of your heart. Do not pay any attention to anything else. Think how this great organ is pumping the blood to every part of the body. Try to actually picture the blood leaving the great reservoir and going in one stream right down to the toes. Picture another going down the arms to the tips of the fingers. After a little practice, you can actually feel the blood passing through your system. If at any time you feel weak in any part of your body, will that an extra supply of blood shall go there. For instance, if your eyes feel tired, picture the blood coming from the heart, passing up through the head and out to the eyes. You can wonderfully increase your strength by this exercise. Men have been able to gain such control over their heart that they have actually stopped it from beating for five minutes. This, however, is not without danger, and it is not to be practiced by the novice. I have found the following a very helpful exercise to take just before going to bed and on rising in the morning. Say to yourself, Every cell in my body thrills with life. Every part of my body is strong and healthy. I have known a number of people to greatly improve their health in this way. You become what you picture yourself to be. If your mind thinks of sickness in connection with self, you will be sick. If you imagine yourself in strong, vigorous health, the image will be realized. You will be healthy. Exercise 9. Concentrating on Sleep What is known as the water method is, although very simple, very effective in inducing sleep. Put a full glass of clear water on a table in your sleeping room. Sit in a chair beside the table and gaze into the glass of water and think how calm it is. Then picture yourself getting into just as calm a state. In a short time you will find the nerves becoming quiet and you will be able to go to sleep. Sometimes it is good to picture yourself becoming drowsy to induce sleep. And again, the most persistent insomnia has been overcome by one thinking of himself as some innate object, for instance, a hollow log in the depths of the cool, quiet forest. Those who are troubled with insomnia 
will find these sleep exercises that quiet the nerves very effective. Just keep the idea in your mind that there is no difficulty in going to sleep. Banish all fears of insomnia. Practice these exercises, and you will sleep. By this time, you should have awakened to the possibilities of concentration and have become aware of the important part it plays in your life. Exercise 10. Concentration will save energy and appearance. Watch yourself and see if you are not in the habit of moving your hands, thumping something with your fingers, or twirling your mustache. Some have the habit of keeping their feet going, as for instance, tapping them on the floor. Practice standing before a mirror and see if you are in the habit of frowning or causing wrinkles to appear in the forehead. Watch others and see how they needlessly twist their faces in talking. Any movement of the face that causes the skin to wrinkle will eventually cause a permanent wrinkle. As the face is like a piece of silk, you can make a fold in it a number of times, and it will straighten out of itself. But if you continue to make a fold in it, it will in time be impossible to remove it. By concentration, you can stop the worry habit. If you are in the habit of worrying over the merest trifles, just concentrate on this a few minutes and see how needless it is. If you are also in the habit of becoming irritable or nervous at the least little thing, check yourself instantly when you feel yourself becoming so. Start to breathe deeply. Say, I will not be so weak. I am a master of myself. And you will quickly overcome your condition. Exercise 11. By concentration, you can control your temper. If you are one of those that flare up at the slightest provocation and never try to control yourself, just think this over a minute. Does it do you any good? Do you gain anything by it? Doesn't it put you out of poise for some time? Don't you know that this grows on you and will eventually make you despised by all that have any dealings with you? Everyone makes mistakes. And instead of becoming angry at their perpetrators, just say to them, Be more careful next time. This thought will be impressed on them, and they will be more careful. But if you continually complain about their making a mistake, the thought of a mistake is impressed on them, and they will be more likely to make mistakes in the future. All lack of self-control can be conquered, if you will but learn to concentrate. Many of you that read this may think you are not guilty of either of these faults, but if you will carefully watch yourself, you will probably find that you are, and if this is so, you will be greatly helped by repeating this affirmation each morning. I am going to try today not to make a useless gesture, or to worry over trifles, or become nervous or irritable. I intend to be calm, and in no difference what may be the circumstances, I will control myself. Henceforth, I resolve to be free from all signs that show lack of self-control. At night, quickly review your actions during the day and see how fully you realized your aim. At first, you will, of course, have to plead guilty of violation a few times, but keep on, and you will soon find that you can live up to your ideal. After you have once gained self-control, however, don't relinquish it. For some time it will still be necessary to repeat the affirmation in the morning and square your conduct with it in the evening. Keep up the good work until at last the habit of self-control is so firmly fixed that you could not break it even though you tried. 
I have had many persons tell me that this affirmation and daily review made a wonderful difference in their lives. You too will notice a difference if you live up to these instructions. Exercise 12. Practice talking before a glass. Make two marks on your mirror on a level with your eyes and think of them as two human eyes looking into yours. Your eyes will probably blink a little at first. Do not move your head, but stand erect. Concentrate all your thoughts on keeping your head perfectly still. Do not let another thought come into your mind. Then still keeping the head, eyes, and body still, think that you look like a reliable man or woman should, like a person that anyone would have confidence in. Do not let your appearance be such as to justify the remark, I don't like his appearance. I don't believe he can be trusted. While standing before the mirror, practice deep breathing. See that there is plenty of fresh air in the room and that you are literally feasting on it. You will find that, as it permeates every cell, your timidity will disappear. It has been replaced by a sense of peace and power. The one that stands up like a man and has control over the muscles of his face and eyes always commands attention. In his conversation, he can better impress those with whom he comes in contact. He acquires a feeling of calmness and strength that causes opposition to melt away before it. Three minutes a day is long enough for the practice of this exercise. Look at the clock before you commence the exercise, and if you find you can prolong the exercise for more than five minutes, do so. The next day, sit in a chair, and without looking at the picture, Concentrate on it and see if you cannot think of additional details concerning it. The chances are you will be able to think of many more. It might be well for you to write down all you thought of the first day and then add to the list each new discovery. You will find that this is a very excellent exercise in concentration. Exercise 13. The Control of Sensations Think how you would feel if you were cool. Then think how you would feel if you were cold. Again, how would you feel if it were freezing? In this state, you would be shivering all over. Now think of just the opposite conditions. Construct such a vivid image of heat that you are able to experience the sensation of heat, even in the coldest atmosphere. It is possible to train your imagination until you do this, and it can then be turned to practical account in making undesirable conditions bearable. You can think of many very good exercises like this. For instance, if you feel yourself getting hungry or thirsty, and for any reason you do not wish to eat, do not think of how hungry or thirsty you are, but just visualize yourself as finishing a hearty meal. Again, when you experience pain, do not increase it by thinking about it, but do something to divert your attention, and the pain will seem to decrease. If you will start practicing along this line systematically, you will soon gain a wonderful control over the things that affect your physical comfort. Exercise 14. The Eastern Way of Concentrating Sit in a chair with a high back in upright position. Press one finger against the right nostril. Now take a long, deep breath, drawing the breath in gently as you count ten. Then expel the breath through the right nostril as you count ten. Repeat this exercise with the opposite nostril. This exercise should be done at least 20 times at each sitting. Exercise 15. 
Controlling Desires Desire, which is one of the hardest forces to control, will furnish you with excellent exercises in concentration. It seems natural to want to tell others what you know, but by learning to control these desires, you can wonderfully strengthen your powers of concentration. Remember, you have all that you can do to attend to your own business. Do not waste your time in thinking of others or in gossiping about them. If from your own observation you learn something about another person that is detrimental, keep it to yourself. Your opinion may afterwards turn out to be wrong anyway, but whether right or wrong, you have strengthened your will by controlling your desire to communicate your views. If you hear good news, resist the desire to tell it to the first person you meet, and you will be benefited thereby. It will require the concentration of all your powers of resistance to prohibit the desire to tell. After you feel that you have complete control over your desires, you can then tell your news. But you must be able to suppress the desire to communicate the news until you are fully ready to tell it. Persons that do not possess this power of control over desires are apt to tell things that they should not, thereby often involving both themselves and others in needless trouble. If you are in the habit of getting excited when you hear unpleasant news, just control yourself and receive it without any exclamation of surprise. Say to yourself, nothing is going to cause me to lose my self-control. You will find from experience that this self-control will be worth much to you in business. You will be looked upon as a cool-headed businessman, and this in time becomes a valuable business asset. Of course, circumstances alter cases. At times it is necessary to become enthused but be ever on the lookout for opportunities for the practice of self-control. He that ruleth his spirit is greater than he that ruleth a city. Exercise 16. When you read. No one can think without first concentrating his thoughts on the subject in hand. Every man and woman should train himself to think clearly. An excellent exercise is to read some short story and then write just an abridged statement. Read an article in a newspaper and see how in a few words you can express it. Reading an article to get only the essentials requires the closest concentration. If you are unable to write out what you read, you will know you are weak in concentration. Instead of writing it out, you can express it orally if you wish. Go to your room and deliver it as if you were talking to someone. You will find exercises like this of the greatest value in developing concentration and learning to think. After you have practiced a number of these simple exercises, read a book for 20 minutes and then write down what you have read. The chances are that first you will not remember very many details, but with a little practice you will be able to write a very good account of what you have read. The closer the concentration, the more accurate the account will be. It is a good idea when time is limited to read only a short sentence and then try to write it down word for word. When you are able to do this, read two or more sentences and treat similarly. The practice will produce very good results if you keep it up until the habit is fixed. If you will just utilize your spare time in practicing exercises like those suggested, you can gain wonderful powers of concentration. You will find that in order to remember every word in a sentence, you must keep out every thought but that which you wish to remember and this power of inhibition alone will more than compensate for the trouble of the exercise. 
Of course, success in all of the above depends largely upon cultivating, through the closest concentration, the power to image or picture what you read, upon the power, as one writer expresses it, of letting the mountains of which we hear loom before us, and the rivers of which we read roll at our feet. Exercise 17. Concentration Overcomes Bad Habits if you have a habit that you want to get rid of, shut your eyes and imagine that your real self is standing before you. Now try the power of affirmation. Say to yourself, You are not a weakling. You can stop this habit if you want to. This habit is bad and you want to break it. Just imagine that you are someone else giving this advice. This is a very valuable practice. You, in time, see yourself as others see you. The habit loses its power over you, and you are free. If you will just form the mental image of controlling yourself as another person might, you will take a delight in breaking bad habits. I have known a number of men to break themselves of drinking in this way. Exercise 18. Watch Concentration. Sit in a chair and place a clock with the second hand on the table. Follow the second hand with your eyes as it goes around. Keep this up for five minutes, thinking of nothing else but the second hand. This is a very good exercise when you only have a few minutes to spare, if you are able to keep every other thought in the stream of consciousness subordinate to it. As there is little that is particularly interesting about the second hand, it is hard to do this, but in the extra effort of willpower required to make it successful lies its value. Always try to keep as still as possible during these exercises. In this way you gain control over nerves, and this quieting effect is very good for them. Exercise 19. Faith Concentration A belief in the power to concentrate is, of course, very important. I purposely did not put this exercise in the beginning where it naturally belongs, because I wanted you to know that you could learn to concentrate. If you have practiced the above exercises, you have now developed this concentration power to a considerable extent, and therefore you have faith in the power of concentration, but you can still become a much stronger believer in it. We will say that you have some desire or wish you want fulfilled, or that you need some special advice. You first clearly picture what is wanted, and then you concentrate on getting it. Have absolute faith that your desires will be realized. Believe that it will, according to your belief, be fulfilled. Never at this time attempt to analyze the belief. You don't care anything about the whys and wherefores. You want to gain the thing you desire, and if you concentrate on it in the right way, you will get it. A caution. Never think you will not succeed, but picture what is wanted as already yours, and yours it surely will be. Self-distrust. Do you ever feel distrust in yourself? If you do, just ask yourself, Which self do I mistrust? Then say, My higher self cannot be affected. Then think of the wonderful powers of the higher self. There is a way to overcome all difficulties, and it is a delight for the human soul to do so. Instead of wasting precious thought force by dreading or fearing a disagreeable interview or event, Instead, devote the time and concentrated thought in how to make the best of the interview or event, and you will find that it will not be as unpleasant as you thought it would be. Most of our troubles are but imaginary, 
and it is the mental habit of so dreading them that really acts as a magnet in attracting those that really do come. Your evil circumstances are created or attracted by your own negative fears and wrong thoughts, and are a means of teaching you to triumph over all evils by discovering that which is inherent within yourself. You will find it helpful in overcoming self-distrust to stop and think, why are you concentrating your forces? And by so doing, you become more closely attached to the higher self, which never distrusts. End of Lesson 14